on. We are fucking on it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of On It. We are here. You got me and you got Devin. Devin, what's going on? What up, stupids? Um, sorry, I, 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 feel like I, I feel like I cut your intros off sometimes, but I never know when you're done. Yeah, no, I, I, I pause a lot and I fucking stupid it up. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> they don't give a fuck how I'm doing. Fuck them. We're here. We got a lot to talk about. Um, we, we, we got a lot. We got the NBA All-Star Weekend that actually turned out pretty decent. Better than expected. Better than we talked about it last episode. Sure. That and and, and I look that I look at that as a good thing, honestly. Was great? Probably not. The dunk contest was. The dunk, dunk contest and the draft was great. And I am someone who has bought up brought up Mac McClung before, even on this podcast. And you're like, who the fuck is that? And I was like, really? is that white boy? Yeah, yeah. Huh, I I don't I'm I'm not to I not to dis- in, I tried to put him in for a polo one time. Huh. Okay, I you know what I that that might be coming back to me, but we got NBA All Star Weekend. We got uh, we got a rebound for the Cleveland. We got a rebound. We got a rebuild for the Cleveland Browns. We got a bracket. Thirty two of the best defensive player of the year winners. We got XFL, which we are huge fans of. We are, dude. I'm not joking. Like I'm a big fucking fan. I'm okay. Every game. I, I watched every game and I enjoyed every game and I like it was it was great it was great and it's like I don't know it's a mix of and because I we're gonna get in the XFL but just like a just like real quick like it's like it's a mix of like veteran play and yes. like really shitty play <laughs> sure like like it's like I look at a lot of like like there's a lot of like broken coverage, but with a lot of like broken coverages, there's a lot more like dropped passes or drop yeah. drop drop balls. It's like I don't know it. it like I mean, the, there's there's definitely levels to all the positions in football, but there's big levels to being a quarterback, and I think we're seeing that a lot. Like there's some terrible quarterback play. Mm-hmm. But you know we'll 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 hold off on the XFL talk. But that's I mean I'm. I'm I'm fucking loving it. I'm here for it, dude. I'm glad we are excited for the XFL. And then hopefully the USFL is good. I mean, shit. I mean, it's, it'll probably be the same, but I'm just not sure how it'll, like, how the rules would be different for both leagues. Um, We'll get into that. We'll get into that. I do um, like the rest. And then I guess that, I, we got a couple more topics I'll, I'll bring up as we go, but let's get into this All-Star Weekend. First things yep. first. Um, I mean, did you watch it? I mean, I I watched the challenge, the challenge or uh, the skills challenge, which was different this year. They did like teams. I saw that there were teams. I didn't watch the skills challenge. It was like a jazz team, a rookie team, a, a Ante Decumpo team. Yeah. Um, it was okay. It was whatever. the The three point contest, uh, Dame winning it. Uh, I mean, that's cool. Dame, Alliburton put up a thirty one. Was Randall in it? Because I heard I saw a bunch of Julius Randall memes. Julius Randall was in it, and they kept cutting to his son, like, like, no, like, oh, like fuck, like that was that was that was great. But the dunk contest, Devin, let's talk about the dunk contest, okay? Yes, sir. Let's talk about the dunk contest. All right, I, I need to, I need to, I need to, I need to, um, I need to pull these names up because yeah, I, got, I one dude because I got a couple problems with this. I'm just going to start off by saying, you know what? Fuck it. 
let's just get right into it. So the first dunk was Trey Murphy the third. New Orleans Pelicans comes in with a little, goes up, ah, missed the dunk, whatever, and then Jose Alvarado comes in, steals it, and then what does he hit? I wrote it down, ah, a little 360, a little 360 yeah. on him. Um, that was cool, creative, I guess. I mean, it was like, I honestly didn't get it until they were like, oh, it's Jose Alvarado. And you're like, who do, all right. And then I was like, oh, oh, because he stole the ball like once or twice. Oh, they're like, that's what he does. He's a, he's a thief. <laughs> um, and then we had uh, the, 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 the two elbows, the two elbows by Jericho Sims, which well, was yeah. one elbow. Watching that, they were like, "Oh, it's not." And Draymond's like, "It's not two elbow. He had to wrist, and then he pulled himself up." You're like, "Dude!" But he—I mean, he did. He did. It wasn't two elbows. Oh. Let's be real. It was not two elbows. It was—it was one yeah. elbow and a wrist. It was an elbow and a wrist, and he pulled himself and stuck the other elbow in. But we're gonna get into the his his shitty dunk in a minute, though. Um, now, what do we I'm have? Watch every single dunk. Oh, that's fine. Oh. You, if you didn't watch this next, not the next one, but his next duck off, dunk I'll be referring to, I'm going to be shocked you haven't at least heard about it. Um, we got KJ Martin. What did he come in? Um, under, I don't remember exactly what dunk he had, but he had a 46. And then you had Max Mac McClung coming in with, um, he jumped over like one and a half people. Yeah, so he, and he initially had two people lined up back to back. And he was like, no, no. And then he had one dude get on the other dude's sh- shoulders. So like Shaq height. Yeah. Probably about like a six six dude, six seven dude. But the impressive thing was going over, tapping the backboard, us behind the back, um, back. and that got him a fifty off the rip. I was like, when I saw that, I was like, okay, well he's winning. <laughs> oh, hundred. Like this guy is he's like the T Jess of Duncan. Um, KJ Martin second round had a oop from his dad. Uh, then Jericho Sims had a dunk where it was another elbow dunk. Yeah. I'm just going to say this. If you are going to do a dunk where you're going to, at the end of it, give yourself a 50. Oh, so you didn't see this dunk. I'm, I'm, I'm guessing. Okay. So Jericho Sims, his first dunk. So you saw the first one where he did the one and a half arm, right? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So he came back. He clipped a letter to the net referring maybe to Carl Malone. I don't fucking know. Which, can we talk about that too? Yeah, you can talk about (laughs) The NBA just praised Carl Malone for the entire weekend. Dude, the whole weekend. He looked, even he looked like he knew he didn't deserve it. (laughs) Bro, he's sitting there like, oh, all the fucking people are going to look up my name and figure out what I did, bro. You're like, all right, man. He's at the point where he's like, I don't give a fuck. I fucked that 12-year-old. No, no, no. Whoa. You are fucking crazy. What? I didn't do it. No, is is he, like, is he standing on that? Or is he, I feel like he's still a denier, right? Well, he's alive and he hasn't turned himself in to go to prison. So, I don't think he fucking thinks about it all the time. I don't think he gives a fuck. All right, well... Yeah, he so he clipped, he clipped a letter to the net. He comes in and he dunks with the elbow. Yeah. After he dunks with the elbow, he grabs the letter, comes down, and pulls out the letter and has a 50 on it. If you're going to give yourself a 50 on a dunk, 
You better be absolutely positive you're going to get a 50 on that dunk. Carl Malone... It has to be something that's like a perfect dunk. Carl Malone gave him a 46. <laughs> oh, no fucking way, dude. Nobody gave him a 50 on that. Nobody? Nobody gave him a 50 on I, that. I gotta pull this shit up. Nobody that's... gave it. Yeah, you pull that up and watch that while I, get, while I uh, talk about the rest of these ducks. Um... Max McClung with the 360, what was it, 360 windmill, 360 tomahawk? 360, I, th I think it was a, I can't remember. It was a 360 something. Either way, he got a 49.8. Yeah. Um, and then he, the third round. Put up a, a 49. Trey Murphy had a self-oop, 48 points, and then he had a 360 windmill, 49.2. Max McClung had the... Um, what did he? Oh, it was a Mac McClung. Sorry, um, it was like a double double pump behind the back. The, yes, the, the first it round, was, the first round of the last, first dunk of the last round. It was a over a dude, and now it was a it was a double clutch. Yes, double but, clutch is what I was looking for. But thing, John Wall did that same dunk in the dunk contest, and he brought it past his balls. And then back up over his head. Mac Mac just did like a little like jerk off. Oh, you know. Well, did he did did John Wall come back with a five forty? No. Mm, okay, okay, okay. Now this isn't the best dunk contest of all time or the best dunk performance, but from what we've seen in recent years, this is the best shit. Like you said, you said the dunk contest has been shit for years. This has been the best performance. In the years since in the in the refer in the in the years you're referring to, this has been the best. Yeah, the years after since, Aaron Gordon. Yeah, since Aaron Gordon, Zach Levine, since it them is. days, uh, this Movie. has probably been the best. Once Aaron Gordon was like, "Oh yeah, uh, I'm tired of losing the dunk contest. It means so much to me. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Then, Just come here, make a fucking show, and put your name up somewhere again, because no one's talking about you, you bitch." Then we finally figured out the draft. The draft was before, right before the game. Um, yeah, I didn't Which I that. thought was tough. How do you feel about LeBron picking Ant first? He picked Ant first? God, did, what were you doing that day? What were you doing yesterday? No, I had to... I had to. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I remember. Okay, Ant, though. So I, I missed the, most of the draft. I saw some highlights. So here, Giannis had the first pick. He goes with Dame. LeBron... Now, Starters or these are the reserves? This is, this is reserves. Mind you, Drew Holiday's on the board. <laughs> oh, no way. He picks Dame. Then <laughs> LeBron LeBron picks Anthony Edwards. Yeah, he did pick Ant, yep. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. I think it's pretty wild. And then uh, Giannis picks Drew. LeBron picks Jalen Brown. Uh, Giannis picks uh, SGA. Which, first he goes, I want Ja. And they're like, he's a starter. And he's like, oh, <laughs> oh. And then he's like scratching shit. He's like... Give me, give me shy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, Giannis is funny as shit. Uh, LeBron PG thirteen, Giannis Demar, LeBron Tyrese, Giannis Pascal, LeBron Julius Randle, Giannis Bam, LeBron Fox, Giannis Giannis Sabonis, and Jaron Jaron Jackson was the last pick. Yep. Then the starters, Giannis picked Tatum first. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Mm, how do you feel about that, Tatum? As a Tatum hater, how do you feel about Giannis being picking Tatum as the first pick in the starters? I mean, I don't give a shit. Tatum will never win anything. Well, he's... he won MVP last night. 
55 points. That's the most points. That's the most points in All Star game history. Um, and then uh, Joel Embiid for LeBron, Ja to Giannis, Kyrie to LeBron, uh, which he yeah. was so excited to pick Kyrie. Um, uh, 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 Donovan Mitchell to Gian- uh, to Giannis's team, and then LeBron goes, "Give me a uh, Huka, fuck, uh, Luka Doncic." <laughs> oh, oh, I was like, "Would he fuck up a word again?" Uh, Lori, no. Lori, Le- L- Markinen to Giannis, Lori- and. Joker. The Joker. Actually, I think it was flipped. I believe it was Embiid was the first pick, and then Tatum, because gotcha. because Lord was the last pick. I think maybe not. Maybe Joker. I don't fucking know. Either way, that was the pick. That was those were the picks, and that was probably the most exciting part. LeBron comes in, throws down a crazy ass dunk, hurts his fucking finger or whatever, and then. Yeah, no, I I, I did watch the dunk, and then I saw. Yeah, he went up to block a shot and got his fingy. Stuck in the thing or whatever. But. but I'm not gonna lie to you. This is the On It podcast. I don't give a fuck about any of that. Russell Westbrook is a Los Angeles Clipper. Dude, he's a fucking LA Times Clippers. Russell Westbrook woke and I up. Saw Russ from last year, they were like, Russ, would you ever go to the Clippers? He said, fuck no. Russell Westbrook. No. Gets to wake up in the same bed as he did yesterday. He gets to drive the same route to work. He gets to do everything the same. Except not have to deal with that bullshit-ass Lakers fucking fan base. He doesn't have to deal with that goddamn spotlight. He doesn't have to deal with, with, the, with, the, with the pressure of being a teammate for LeBron. He doesn't have to deal with being blamed for, 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 for an unsuccessful season. Even though Anthony Davis can't stay healthy. Um, yeah, and and he's gonna get to go play with Paul George. He's gonna go play with Kawhi. He's gonna get to go play with fucking fucking Zubac, like Marcus Morris. We got, we, and 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 that that starting lineup alone. Don't even talk to me. Don't even fucking talk to me. Fourth C. We went from thirteen. I I well I went to sleep last night, Devin. I was like, damn, thirteen seed Lakers. Now, now, right now we're sitting at Utah. He's gonna get bought out. Now, now we're the fourth seed. Now we're the fourth seed. I'm not gonna sit here and gas it like, oh, we're winning a ring, we're getting a ring, we're getting a ring. Whoops. He got a. This, this the best chance he fucking got. He got a way better fucking chance of winning a ring now, ladies and gentlemen. Um, and I and AD, I'm. Why? I mean, that's such a better fit because both of those guys are they play their position. When you're on the court with LeBron, he plays everywhere, and you got AD who's barely out there, and you got no one who can shoot. When you got PG, he's a shooter. Kawhi can spot up and hit the hit the two, hit a three ball here and then, but he plays like a small forward. PG I, plays like point guard. I mean, not like point guard, like a shooting guard. I can't wait for it. I Dude, can't wait be, for it. It'll be fucking sick. It's gonna be it's gonna be fantastic. I am here for it. But to uh, move forward. Uh, we gotta get into this XFL shit, Devin. But I guess before we get into the XFL, because we're gonna dive deep into that, do we need like a, a Devin's Tiger update? Tiger Wiger Tuds? Yeah. Uh, do we need that Wiger Tuds Tugs update? I mean, there's not much to update right now. I mean, you he probably put- haven't talked about him in a week. Yeah. So we were talking about the lead up to the tournament. I've been getting uh, notifications. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean, 
it was a it was a great tournament. John Rahm won. He he's won three times this year already, which is I think he's the fastest to ever win three times in a season in a year. Um, no one cares about that. <laughs> but Tiger, um, I think he shot one under the first day, and uh, he finished it like three over. But he he, he made the cut, so he was. Better than half the field after not playing for seven months and barely playing golf at all. Um, did you see the? Did we talk about any of the tournament yet? No, we haven't. Mm-mm. No, no. Did we talk about it on Friday? Did I talk about the tampon? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. we did talk about it on Friday. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after that, I mean, he he made the cut, so he was good to go. But yeah, I mean, he'll he'll play a couple more times this year. I don't, he's he's not. I mean, he might win something, but I don't see him being. I mean, he still has that fucking thing in him where he can go out and win, but I don't know. We'll All see. right, okay, okay. Well, maybe we'll maybe we'll just wait to see. But Devin, we got XFL shit to talk about. So <laughs> the XFL turns out, at least for now, way better than expected. Um, see, but my thing is, is like I don't know how it could be bad. I don't know. I mean, it's it's shut down twice before this. We, yeah. Um. It's a. It's a. I mean, other other football leagues just don't really work. But it's still, especially in America. Sure. Um. But like still, with this, like they got some cool shit though, Devin. Like the yeah. the interviews right after you get a pick six, or <laughs> or the the or the um. Or like the fact that everything is mic'd up, like like play callings mic'd up, uh, um, um, all the play callings mic'd up. The coaches are mic'd up. They show the actual people like replaying the. Um, yeah, no, Dean Blandino, like the old NFL analyst dude, is now the head of operations or replays. Um, did you see Wade Phillips? No, where was he? Well, he's the. Um, he coaches uh, uh, uh um where does it what is it, who does he, oh he coaches um Houston. No fucking way. He goes they they cut to him uh it was close to the end of the game. They cut over to him and he's you know they're all mic'd up. Yeah. I run the ball and get the fuck out of here if I were them. <laughs> <laughs> no way, dude. That dude, I was. Like, the whole time, they're like, yeah, everyone's, just about everyone's fucking mic'd up. We can hear everything, but we can only play so much. I wish it was just uncensored. Well, that's, that's like, what what that was. That was, like, because the, the commentators were like, oh, like, that's the thing about this. You're going to, you're going to, you're going to, you're going to pick up some crazy shit uh, with everything yeah. mic'd up. But what I really want to talk about is, A, the games. And what I'm really excited for is uh, we're going to have a power ranking every week for y'all for these games. Um... Obviously, this week's power ranking is loosely based on the performances um, and statistics. I mean, we really don't know who's top four, who's bottom four yet. You know, yeah, no. it's going to take some time to see that. And there's some, we have definitely have some clues and some ideas of who's going to be at the top and who's going to be at the bottom. But um, I guess we'll. I mean, the first game, Arlington versus Vegas. Um, I'm trying. Oh, this game was actually pretty. Um, Pretty entertaining because Vegas goes up 
And then uh, two straight turnovers for Vegas puts the game at 14-12. Uh, Arlington gets another pick six, uh, and then they're up 22-20 to uh, end the game and win. Also, one, two, and three-point conversions? Yeah, so it's a one-point conversion from the two, or the one. It's a two-point conversion from the five, and mm-hmm. it's a three-point conversion from the ten. And then onside, no. onside kick or fourth and 15 play? That's only in the fourth quarter. Only in the fourth quarter. Ooh. Fourth quarter, can you do either after, or I think it's at any point. Hmm. You can do fourth and 15, or, or it's after a score or something. That's why the fucking Battlehawks won that game. Um, but yeah, I mean, Arlington, oh, I'm not going to lie, Vegas should have won that game. I, I, I think Arlington had like five straight possessions where they scored. Um in the second yeah. half and like and 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 Vegas had like 14 total yards up until like their last drive in the second half. Mm-hmm. Um then the next game Orlando versus Houston. Orlando's got a lot of problems they need to they need to work on. Uh I I'd say specifically offensively. Sure. Um but now- this your team that you're riding with? I think this is going to be a team that I, I, I rock with. I'm not necessarily going to say I'm a fan of them. I'm a Matt Elam fan uh, sure. getting an interception. I'm a big fan of my team. And I'm going to call you out on that, Devin, because what? you can't come on this podcast and trash a fan base like the Nationals when you're going to sit here and ride this hard for the D.C. No, 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 defenders. No, 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 no. This is a different league. It, no. No, that's how it works. But you like, have no connection to them at all. There's no history. There's no reason for you to root for them this hard. Well, I, here's the thing. I'm starting the history. I wasn't a fan of the fucking Orioles, and then I was a Nationals fan. I'm. This is a new thing. It's a new league. I guess. I guess. I still think it's a little phony, though, that that, that you'll no, trash. Yeah, but wait, dude, 20 years, XFL, DC Defenders riding hard, six-time champions, dude, we're fucking lit. Let's go. Wow, wow, wow. Um, but yeah, that was the Wade Phillips. I'd run the ball and get the fuck out of here. Um, Orlando definitely have a lot to work on. 33-12 to 12, that game ended. Yeah, Roughnecks look good that game, or better at least. San Antonio versus St. Louis. St. Louis down 15-3, to had a touchdown, a three-point conversion, a fourth and 15, another touchdown, Come out with an eighteen to fifteen dub. These Dude, game, they, all these games are fucking exciting. They were down fifteen to three. <sighs> then board. Then they got the three point conversion, which is from the ten. Then they get a fourth and, then, and fifteen. Then they get a touchdown. And, and then. And Aaron fucking Battlehawks, dude. Then we got Seattle versus DC. Devin, how do you feel about your new team? Dude. We were we were the underdogs in this one. Every other favorite one. We were the only underdog to win this week. We got from what it seems a decent run game out of us. Not a great passing game. Uh, no, no, y'all might have the worst quarterback in the league. The Hawaiian quarterback sucks dog shit. But then we brought in that other dude, uh, fucking Derek King, mm-hmm. and he had a rushing touchdown. Had a couple good rushes um not a great passer from him either but uh the defense showed out dude a pick six 
uh, another pick. I think we had three picks. Yeah, that's the thing. Your guys' defense held up because I do think Seattle will be pretty good. Yeah, they're about, I mean, they got, well, this Danucci guy sucks. Well, Ben Danucci, I mean, you know who Ben Danucci is. I think I've heard the name. He played for the Cowboys at one point, I want to say. But some of the passes he was throwing were fucking dog shit. But they do have Josh Gordon. All I know is A.J. McCarron is probably winning the XFL MVP. (laughs) If he doesn't, then there's an issue. Do you want to get into our week one XFL power rankings? Yeah, D.C. Defenders number one, baby. I say we start off at eight. Um, and then, you know, work our way down to one. Um, so for me, um, I got Orlando at eight. As uh, do I. Very deservingly, uh, of course, putting up 12 points, uh, allowing 33. Um, obviously the worst team after this weekend, even though I think they may have a top four defense. Sure. Um, their offense is definitely bottom two. Well, I mean, they're... Defense let up 33, so... Well, when your offense cannot do shit... Yeah, um, no, that's right. Oh, one thing I like from the XFL is the running clock. That, too, which is a little confusing, because sometimes I notice it stop when I think it's going to keep running, and then sometimes it runs when I'm like, what's going on? The clock runs at, at all times unless there's a timeout or unless it's the last two minutes of the game. But they, they have, like, a... It seems like a five-second thing to where the clock stops for a couple seconds and then as the players get on the field then it rolls again what about like what about like oh okay 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 all right okay but yeah i i do have orlando at eight um number seven who do you got number seven i got the brahmas so i have the dc defenders at seven you're wild brother I have the D.C. Defenders at 7. Just for now. I think they can go up. I think they can go up. I, I think they can go up. We're talking week one. We're, we're, we're talking week one. I, I think they have a lot to work on offensively. I think their defense is top four. Or I, you know, I think they have a potential top four defense. But as of right now, I know they got the dub. I don't think they deserve the dub. I'm putting them at yes. 7. Why do you have San Antonio at 7? I don't see anything coming from that team. The offense is, eh. I, I, the main reason that they're seven and not five or six is that I don't like the Rock, <laughs> and I don't like that he has his own fucking logo. Hey, hey, hey! Shout out, shout out to Deshaun the Rock, man. Who said that? Uh, one of the players. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey, hey, shout out to Deshaun the Rock, man. XFL. XFL. Number six, I got Seattle. And the main reason I have Seattle is honestly, it's week one and they lost. The Sea Dragons, yeah. Um, It's week one and they lost. Uh, that's, that's really the main reason why I can't, I can't keep putting a bunch of teams that I expect to be top four in the top four right now, just cause I expect them to be, they lost. I'm going to have to put them at six, but I do think that this team has a chance to develop into a top four team. Yeah. For Who's, sure. Who is your six? Uh, the Vipers. Hmm. Vipers. That's, uh, Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. Now, what's, what's again, up with that? 
have much to go off of. I looked at some stats. I, I watched some highlights, but I didn't watch the full games. I don't know everything about all these teams yet. Um, I didn't realize that they were playing on Saturday. I thought it was Sunday games, but um, I like that it's Saturday and Sunday, and they have Thursday games, dude. Mm-hmm. Dude, we're getting a full week of fucking football. Mm-hmm. I'm so mm-hmm. that's football damn near every day. Of the week. I dude, I wish the XFL ran Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Friday. <laughs> It ran like reverse of this shit because that would be sick. But, that would be yeah. tough. Um, I, five, I got San Antonio. Um, now the reason I have San Antonio at five and not higher is, um, you know, maybe a reason like I don't have Arling, like I have Arlington higher than San Antonio, but I do think this team may be better than Arlington. But I'm only keeping them at five. Like I said, week one they lost. I, I can't put them over Arlington, especially because I do have another team over them that did lose. So I couldn't put two teams over them that lost. Yeah. Um, who's your five? My five is the Seattle Sea Dragons. Now, mm. their defense wasn't horrible, um, but the the main problem was the offense. It was a not great pass game. It doesn't look like they have a great rush a, a running game. It seems like the only thing that they have going for them if they can get the ball into Josh Gordon's hands every fucking time. And Danucci throwing multiple picks in that game is fucking... And they were bad picks. Like, he, he did not look good up. And a fumble at the end of the game on the goal line. Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, to crack the top four, uh, I got Arlington. Now... I'm not gonna lie to you. I think Arlington may be a team that sits at four and four or five all year. I, I don't think they're terrible. Like I think they're gonna probably beat Orlando and beat fucking I don't know. Uh, well, I'm now looking at it. Maybe San Antonio. I I don't know. Like I see them sitting at four or five. Shit, maybe dropping down to even a six seed by the end of the year. But I got them at four because they. They uh they had a pretty pretty tough um pretty tough but, comeback win five straight. The, uh, the, go ahead. The good thing about having eight teams is like there's not gonna be anyone who's fucking that terrible. Yeah, Hopefully. but but I, it's fairly close the whole season. Yeah, somewhat, but like I I feel like there will be a uh noticeable difference between one and eight. For sure. Who you got it for? I have. The Deconculus Defenders. Mm. It's funny to me. It's I'm I'm gonna be honest. It's very funny to me that you go, oh, the Seattle Sea Dragons lost, so I gotta knock them down. But then you had the fucking defenders below them. We're the team that beat them. Yeah. Well, um, that's well. Like I said, part of this is loosely based off the potential I see in the teams, and I just see Seattle being a little bit better than DC, kind of like how the uh, sports betters uh, had them at sports bookies did. That's totally fair, but we got we got a a dude named Greg Williams who will go to any length to win a football game. Greg Williams is a piece of shit, uh, and I know that you know that, but dude, to see him like fucking. He, he's a fucking lunatic, but he was fucking uh, cock dropping the whole team. That's great. I I hope he's I hope he's grabbing nuts and fucking 
cock-showing and shit. It was weird. I hope he's the most successful coach in the XFL because it's a lot easier to cheat there. Uh, you could probably get your hands on some playbooks a lot easier. Uh, he's going to have a great time there. Um, at number three, what's up? One last thing about the defenders. From what I've seen, they got the best stadium vibes out of anybody. It's a very small field, like they were saying during the broadcast. And it, it's it's the D.C. United Stadium, so it's like a mm. soccer. And uh, they had a beer snake yeah. going through the whole section. And then security fucking took it away. So they started throwing lemons on the field. It's just a whole bunch of fake fans. I don't give a shit. If we, if we can get hype about football in late February, I'll fucking blow it, dude. I don't give a shit. Whoa. In late Holy February, I'll my balls out, and I'll fucking... I don't give a fuck. I'll be hyped for anything, dude. All right. Football in March? Get out of here. All right. At number three, I got Vegas. Okay. They lost. I have them this high because I think they're a pretty good team and will maintain, will remain in the top four. But they gave up five straight scores. Yeah. That's not going to happen every week. Sure, probably not. They're not going to turn the ball over three times in the second half, and they're not like I. I don't see that team doing that, so I. I had them at three for now. Could drop, could stay. Devin, I got the Renegades. Hardly. Mm. Renegades. Okay. Very yeah. sick. Now, a lot of this is based off who's winning games right now, but I mean, they probably should not have won that game. Um, but uh, I don't know. Defense seems all right. Offense not great, but uh, again, I don't know a whole lot about these teams. I got to start watching all the games and everything. Number two, I got St. Louis. Um. Uh, pretty pretty much based off of their uh, pretty pretty crazy comeback and the fact they may have a uh, they might have a potential uh, XFL MVP on their team. So I'm gonna go with St. Louis at two. Yeah, I got St. Louis at two as well. Um, yeah, I think with AJ McCarron, you got at least some decent consistency out of him for. For the standard of the XFL, he's, he was not a consistent uh, NFL quarterback. <laughs> I mean, he's a former fucking Alabama dude. Like, he's won a national championship. He can string together some decent football. He's, he's got a good brain on him. Mm-hmm. Especially, especially in the XFL. Yeah, I, I, I see him running, running this league. Yeah, but I, I can. Good decisions. At yeah. one, that leaves only one team for both of us, and that's Houston. Which, as of right now, I, I just got to give it to them. They seem like the best team all around. For sure. That's just that's just what it is. Um, Houston, but mind you, playing, according to both of us, the worst team in the league. Uh, yes. In, in their first showcase uh, of talent. So we'll have to wait to see. But as of right now, we got Houston at one. So our one, two, and eight are the same. So okay. we agree on the worst and the best, but we're a little different in the middle. I mean... That's totally fair. I mean, we're we're in what uh, week one of ten, which again, a ten week season is sick. And two uh, playoff games. And what? Two playoff games. Yeah, two playoff games and a fucking championship. I'm fucking hyped. And then we get no. I think it's one playoff game championship. Oh really? Yeah, I think only four. I think it's gonna be four teams go. 
How would you have one playoff game? It's two playoff games. It's one oh, is one is a playoff. Okay. One's the first round. One's the final. Yes. Yeah, so, so two playoff games and then a championship. No. When I say playoff game, I'm referring like okay. So in the in the, if you if okay the Chiefs oh, hold on hold on. No, Wait. no, no, no. Okay, so the Chiefs this year they won three playoff games. They won the yeah. divisional round, they won the championship round, and they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. The Super Bowl is a playoff game. So they're playing two postseason games. They're playing a first round and a second round. The second round is the championship round. No, what what I'm saying is that there are two separate games what in the semifinals. The semifinals and the finals. Yeah, there's but two rounds. Yeah, two rounds. Okay. Two rounds. Saying- so two games in the first week. Yeah, one game so in the second. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. We were yeah. The, we were not on the same page yeah. there. The top four teams go, and then they play. Yes, that that is exactly how it's going to work out. So I guess um I guess we'll be talking uh, more about XFL on um Saturday's pod. Uh yeah, there's a Thursday game. Is it but one or two? Hopefully, just one because that's going to leave what. Yeah, it's two one games this weekend. And then um, two. Are- do, do we want to um do word of what a poll before we get into this rebuild? Uh, oh yeah, I fucking forgot about a woo 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 woo. Well, before we get into this Cleveland Browns uh, rebuild, we might as well start with uh, some word of, or or start off with some word of what a poll. What word do you want to start with? <sighs> What's up? Learn. Learn. Okay. Learn is the first word. Yellow R. So yellow R, everything else is gray. Um, okay, okay. I mean, it's not... Ain't the worst. We definitely have gotten worse. Um... Um... Brick. What's up? Brick. Brick? Brick. Prick. Okay, prick. Alright, okay, okay. We got a yellow R again. So it's either first, middle, or last. How about round? We get two vowels and a D. Round. Alright, green R, yellow U, and yellow D. Mm. Um, R, U, D. R, U, D. Rud. Ruds. R U D D S. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everything's green but the S. Ruddy. Ruddy? Is, is that it? Ruddy? Ruddy is. The, what the fuck does ruddy mean? Can we look that. Yeah. Can I that's... look up the word ruddy? So the word ruddy, Devin, the definition for the word ruddy. Yep, I got uh, it. Having a healthy red color of a person's face. A cheerful, pipe-smoking man of ruddy complexion. So this only refers to white people. Cool. Great. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. On the portal. <laughs> Let's get this silhouette. What are we looking at? <clears throat> We're looking at Jordan Clarkson. Mm, are we? Yes. Is it, it going to be that easy? 
Yes. All right, we're looking at Jordan Clarkson. Shout out Jordan Clarkson. Um, all right, on the Weddle, two for two so far. Uh, I'm I'm liking the way I'm liking the way this shit is going. Um, I'm scrolling. Uh, I'm scrolling, and we got JJ Koski. Koski. Uh, so, uh, K O S K I. So it is an NFC wide receiver who is six one and is twenty six years old. Number is higher than nineteen, which means it's in the eighties, and he is in the NFC West, not the NFC in the NFC, not the NFC West. Um. Okay. What's up? Wait. What number is Terry? It's yours. Seventeen. Yeah, I thought he was. Uh, let's put him in though, just to I mean, shit, figure it out. All right, NFC East. Um, us. So CD Lamb isn't this old, but I'm gonna put him in. Who's right. the other guy? It's not Dallas. It's not Dallas. Okay. All right, hold on. So it's it's number eighty six or eighty seven for either Philly or the Giants. Um. Sterling Shepard is a, definitely a possible uh, answer. Ooh, Giant. it's a Giants receiver. Sterling Shepard changed his number to three at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I remember he played game. Fuck. So it's number 87 or 86 for the Giants. Oh, shit. Not Tony. He's gone. Tony's big gone, yeah. <laughs> yep. I, I, I'm not going to lie to you, bro. I have no clue. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't watch many Giants games, and I don't know who they have. 87 or 86? I mean, I I, I well, had... Either receivers? I don't. I have no fucking clue. Um... Yeah, no, I'm I'm lost for words. I I have no I have no clue. It's um, it's Darius Slayton. All right, that that was a poor that was a piss poor effort by us. Very piss poor. <laughs> We're scrolling. There. We're scrolling. We got Chase Allen. So it's an NFC player. Not offense. He is six five or six four. He's twenty five years old, and his number is higher than forty nine. NFC, not the NFC North. Probably a defensive player. Bosa. Nick okay, Bosa. Okay, Nick Bosa. All right, so it is a it's an NFC East defensive end who's 6'4", 25 years old. Number is lower than 95. Well, that sucks that it wasn't Bosa, but it was every other fucking thing. Um. Okay, so, I mean, let's just go with, like, the obvious, like, like an Aaron Donald. All right, so it's not the Rams. Um, okay, okay. Um, I mean, we can look. We can look the what the mm, Cardinals way. <laughs> Oof, Cardinals defense. Cardinals. Uh, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. All right, it's an Arizona defensive end. Well, that's a. Well. This was fun. This was a really fun Weddle. Uh, I'm glad we did good on the uh, Wordle and Poddle. That was that was fun and uh, super entertaining. But yeah, no, this uh, this Weddle. I don't think it's Zach Allen. Yeah, nah, that just wasn't. Dude, we, all we had to do was put in another Allen, bro. Nah, we just 
weren't going to get that. Um, but you know what, Devin? You know we are going to get? Dude, anyone, Chase and Zach Allen, got to be the whitest fucking name of them. I think we got to do a little rebuild for the Browns. Uh, yeah, how about we just fucking... I'm not going to say what I was going to say. Yeah, you probably shouldn't. But, um, so let's talk about the Browns. Now, to start it off, obviously, uh, we're looking at a franchise quarterback team. Um, so, you know, a team that is locked and loaded. Um, they are 24th in cap space. They are actually, uh, negative 14 million right now. That's what they're looking at. So, uh, they're actually in some cap hell. Um, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're going to have to figure that one out. But maybe we can help them a little bit. So obviously, uh, we're not re-signing uh, Clowney. We're letting Jadavion Clowney walk. Yeah. Because he just caused nothing but problems and wants to leave anyway. Anyways, um, I I believe it's time for Kareem to walk. I don't think we're looking to re-sign them either. I would hope not. Uh, Players, I I say uh, they should keep. uh, uh, Greedy Williams. Um, okay. Becoming a free agent, if if he's you know if if um if not you know if he's not looking for something too expensive or something too high, then they definitely look that way. Do they look into potentially moving Miles Garrett? I think they could get a lot out of Miles Garrett, but I mean, he's still a fucking a dog in this league. Okay, okay, okay. All right. Well, they're looking it- at. Be a free agent or would he be a trade? It would definitely be a trade. Okay. Um, the Browns are going to probably look at the same starting line as last year, which uh, isn't terrible. Uh, David Njoku. Um, now I would say um, Nick Chubb's still in his prime. Uh, oh. I definitely would focus on that. Uh, uh, also, yeah, with but- a full year of D Watt. Okay, so you got a good O line. You got a full year with your franchise quarterback, and you got a prime running back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. We can. We can. We can. We're we're, we're cool with that. Um, now, if they want to look at say, uh, if they did make a move that got rid of a big time player like Miles Garrett, they can look at like a Robert Quinn, or yeah. a Unique Ngakwe, Dante Fowler. Um, and then draft, I'd say probably their first target should be wide receiver. Yeah, I mean, they got an older Amari and a Donovan Peoples-Jones. Because that's, I'm not going to lie, that's another thing is um, I don't really see Amari Cooper being all that impactful for the Browns. No, I mean, he's a eight 900 yards, three touchdowns type of dude. Shit, if you could get, if you could get some crazy, um, you know, Something crazy in return for him in a trade. I would definitely look to, to uh, trade uh, Amari way before I'm trading. What's the Browns up? are trading. If they're going to trade for Amari Cooper, they're probably going to get draft picks. What I'm saying, I'm I'm looking to trade him away before Miles. For sure, yeah. Um, but, you know, like I said, it's going to be a little hard to, to rebuild these teams that – that are um, in cap hell because you know we're really we I mean we could sit here and talk about players they sh- they could trade away for to 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 help their cap or players they could cut to help their cap but you know I'm looking at uh, I'm looking this at it's not change very much this this team is not going to change that much at all um, offensive line starting receivers starting running back four year D Watt um, 
Now, if they keep a Miles Garrett, they got a they got a top two or three pass rusher. Um, they got Greedy Williams back there. Denzel they got Ward. Denzel Ward back there, who I who am, was forgetting forgetting to mention. You you get a defense mixed with some young guys and some mentors, and and then like I said, the top players that we listed off before. Um, not terrible, but they really just need to get out of this cap hell. Um, yeah, and I would imagine that part of it comes from guaranteeing all of $230 million of uh, old jerk-off machine over there. Yeah, no, that is fucking absurd that they uh, gave that much money to Deshaun Watson. No, but, but the fact that it would guarantee that much money for a dude who is currently in lawsuits... <laughs> Loves my fucking mind. He You're needs like, it. He what? He needs it. For what? To drive another fucking Bentley around? For these lawsuits. Dude. He needs them for these lawsuits, Devin, but... Um, he needs a fucking girlfriend, that fucking... My apologies. But how do you... So. <laughs> I mean, how do you feel? Like, what are your final thoughts or, like, complete thoughts on... Um, off-season moves for the Cleveland Browns. I, I, I don't see much happening with them. And especially in the in the way that the AFC North is moving, I mean, Bengals are, are here to stay for the next couple of years. Ravens just need a couple more pieces to, to get locked in. Um, with this team right now, there's not one move that would put them into playoff contention. I mean, they'll, they'll probably be sitting around eight, maybe nine wins again, but I don't think anything impressive is going to come out of this team no matter what. Mm. Okay, okay. Well, you know, like, you know, that, that that's really all we have for a Cleveland Browns rebuild. There's going to be a lot, a lot more teams that we can have more fun with, but because of the Cleveland, the- because of the Cleveland Browns, we're not going to sit here and talk about the 32 best plays. We got 32... Defensive player of the year winners, and we're going to throw them in a bracket, Devin. That is exactly what we're going to do. So, we're going to just jump right into it to start it off. Now, are we going years? Uh, what, do you, what do you mean? Oh, no. I may have said the dumbest thing. Continue. Yes, we are We are, We are. are going to do years. Um, so that. I, that was being a fucking dumb shit. To start, we have J.J. Watt 2014 versus Warren Sapp 1999. Mm. Uh, now, J.J. Watt, you're going to hear that name a lot in this um, in this bracket. Um, now, 2014 was uh, 20 and a half sacks, 78 tackles, uh, one interception for 80 yards and a touchdown. Uh, looks like what is that? Four forced fumbles and five fumble recoveries. Yeah. Now I now we're not gonna worry about the outcome of the season. We're not gonna worry about you know how many wins they got. That's not really that does not really matter when it comes to defensive player of the year. No. Um, JJ Watt though, um, twenty and up in sacks is gonna be a, a pretty big factor for me. Yeah, twenty and a half is um, doesn't happen. He's done it twice. But let's look at Warren Sapp. Let's look at how, how do you feel about Warren Sapp, Warren Sapp, nineteen ninety nine. Uh, twelve and a half sacks, twenty seven tackles, 
four forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. I don't think he's beating shit. <laughs> Man, it, it, it looks like they have no one to give it to that year. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that, that's what it looks like. Watt 2014 is uh he's he's gonna move on. Now Devin, we got Bob Sanders 2004. Oh excuse me, no no no, no. Bob Sanders 2007 2007. He's a safety for the Colts. Um, okay. versus another JJ Watt 2012. You want to read yeah. off some of these uh Bob Sanders stats? Yeah, Bob Sanders 71 tackles. Uh, three and a half sacks, two picks, and a fumble recovery. <sighs> Compared to 20 and a half sacks. <laughs> I mean, no picks, but four forced fumbles and two fumble recoveries. <sighs> That's pretty money. Yeah. 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 J.J. Watt. J.J. Watt moving on again. 2012. All right. We have... Aaron Donald, 2017, versus Ray Lewis in 2000. So let's start with 2017, Aaron Donald. We got uh, 41 tackles, 11 sacks, and 5 forced fumbles. Yep. Okay, okay. Uh, I mean, you know, like... Lewis, 107 tackles, 3 sacks, 2 picks. And a touchdown, that is? No, no touchdown. But oh, one yard. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm not gonna. I mean, I know I'm a Ray Lewis fan, but uh, that Aaron Donald looks fucking weak. Now, mind you, mind you, a lot of Aaron Donald fans and supporters are gonna say it. It's not what you see on the stat sheet. It's what you see on the field. Oh, you can clog the a gap. We ain't letting that shit slide over two thousand Ray Lewis. I'll let you pick up. Uh, 107 tackles. Three sacks, two picks. Three fumble recoveries. He did win defense player of the year that year. No shit. Uh, 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 tried to get you there. Uh, tried to get you there. Um... I personally think it's Ray Lewis. I don't think this is his best defensive play of the year uh, run, but I do think versus this matchup, I do think he beats Aaron Donald. I believe so. Because 11 sacks. All right. <laughs> and they're both, they're both going to get more chances. These yeah. players are both going to have other years, other chances. Right here, we got Aaron Donald 2018 versus Michael Strahan 2001. Oh, damn, dude. 59 tackles, 20 and a half sacks. That's what I'm talking about. That's a, that is a defensive player of the year. 20 yeah. and a half sacks. I don't want to hear about how he can he can stuff the run, yada, yada, yada. Give me a 300-pound dude, and I'll stuff the fucking run, okay? Exactly. I want to see you get to the goddamn quarterback. This is, it, 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 20 and a half sacks, thank you. 60 tackles as an interior defensive lineman, that, that's, that's stuffing the run right there. Four forced fumbles go on top of that. 2001. See, we don't hate we don't hate Aaron Donald around here. I no. just think he's overrated. The 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 fact that we can go, hey, this guy's one of the best. This guy's the best player in the league. You can go fuck yourself. You know. Well, no, yeah, the greatest defensive player ever. Title is way like way out of bounds, but dude, they're still comparing this motherfucker to LT, and they're still comparing him to all these fucking people. You're like, dude, shut up. 
Michael LT. Strahan. Which, uh... Strahan, this was the record. 22 and a half. <laughs> 22 and a half, six forced fumbles. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, Aaron. I, 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 I really am sorry, but... Um, it's one of the defensive years ever. Yeah, it's it's one of the best defensive player of the year winners. Um, it's got to go to Strahan. Uh, we got Khalil Mack 2016 versus Deion Sanders 1994. His only defensive player of the year award. Which, right. looking back on that, I don't know. I would have thought he had a, at least two. At least two of them. But Khalil had 73 tackles, 11 sacks, one pick, one touchdown. Five forced fumbles. Five forced fumbles. This, back when it, this, was, this was strip sack Mack right here. This was strip sack Mack, dude. Um, versus 94 Deion Sanders. Uh, here we go. Um, six interception, 303 return yards for that, and three of those touchdowns, or three of those picks returned for a touchdown. Only uh, 34 tackles, though? 34 tackles. Deion Sanders is not uh, um, looking for that much contact. Uh, so I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not really gassing that 34. But this is interesting. We got we got a, a ball hawk in Deion Sanders taking three of them back to the house, and uh, the other three pretty far for having three hundred and three return yards, versus Khalil Mack and. It's really just eleven sacks, but the f- like five five of those eleven sacks, almost half of his sacks were strip sacks. Yeah, right. think think about it like I just want you, even though we might pick Deion, I do want you to think okay, about hold that. On, hold on. I'm gonna be very even here. Aaron Donald 2017 had the same stats. 11 sacks, 5 force fumbles. Mm. Well, then we didn't gas that, though. No. So it's Dion. Yeah. It's Prime. I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry Khalil, but Prime is going. Um, we have uh, Charles Woodson. Yeah, six picks is more turnovers. Yeah, and it is. Touchdowns. And I mean, I think it's harder for... Let's just say the average DB. Well, we can't say that because Dion's not an average DB. It's harder for a corner to get a pick than I think it is for a defensive end or a pass rusher to get a strip sack. Uh, yeah. I feel I feel like it went. Now, now you take like the best one of the best ball hawks of all time and and one of the best pass rushers of our time, and then you compare. Then it's like, oh well. But, but either way, more picks than there are um, strip sacks. Well, you're kind of. Going against my point then, because I, I think it's easier to get a strip sack than a pick. Really? Now, now, now. Okay, listen to what I'm saying though. I think it's harder to play good coverage and get an interception that you earned. Maybe, sure. maybe not a shitty quarterback yeah. just throwing it up, opposed to a dominant pass rusher that you just cannot block. It's sure. like. You know, yeah. you're getting to the quarterback every other play. You know, it's a, it's a problem. I'm sure Khalil Mack had a lot more plays that were close, very, very close to strip sacks. Sure, yeah. We got Charles Woodson, 2009. Jason Taylor, 2006. So, 2009, Charles Woodson, nine. Jason Taylor? I haven't heard that name in so long. Dude, I used to play backyard football with that motherfucker. <laughs> On the DS, bro. Mm-hmm. That shit was... No way. That's wild. Charles Woodson. Yeah. Nine interceptions. Two sacks. 65 tackles. Nine interceptions. Three of them returned for touchdowns. 
and four forced fumbles. Mm. Char- compared to Charles. Four- That's wild. James to- Taylor. Jason Taylor. Tackles. Jason Taylor. 41 tackles, 13 and a half sacks, two picks. Nine forced fumbles. Two touchdowns, nine forced fumbles. Two fumble recoveries. Oh, my God. Dude, these are powerhouses. Oh, my God. But with the conversation. A D-end with two pick sixes? Devin, though. Devin, though. Devin, though. With the, with the argument I just made, I got to go with Charles. Yeah. Nine interceptions? And two sacks. And 65 tackles? Oh. That's double Dion. That's double Dion. That's, that's double Dion. So I, I'm sorry, Jason Taylor. That's it. Nine forced fumbles and two pick sixes. Before today, I was like, man, that, that Jason Taylor one is kind of weak. But the nine forced fumbles, two pick sixes, that's pretty that's, wild. We got Terrell Suggs, 2011. Stefan Gilmore, 2019. Oh, Gilmore ain't poopy. So 2011, Terrell Suggs, we got 70 tackles, 14 sacks, Two interceptions and seven forced fumbles. So 50% of his sacks were strip sacks. Well, not necessarily, but forced fumbles, which is another thing we're forgetting is that not all forced fumbles are strip sacks, but you, you most likely I'm going to assume. Most from a DN, yes. Um, versus 2019, which I have to go to the AP list to find because the other one only goes to 2018. Yeah. Uh, if you go to voting, you'll see the stats. So you click on voting for it. Okay. Stefan Gilmore with 44 tackles, 44 solo tackles. Um, or okay, yeah, yeah. So 53 total tackles, six interceptions, two return for a touchdown. Hmm. <sighs> hmm. What are you thinking? Compared to T-Sizzle? Yep. 14 sacks, 2 picks, 7 forced fumbles, 70 tackles. Outside linebacker, 6 picks, 2 pick sixes, 44. I got sucks. I mean, that's just the regular. I mean, fucking, what's his name? Uh, Xavier Howard had fucking... Shit ton of picks one year. Tredavious White had six picks that same year and 48 tackles. I don't... Yeah, fuck no, dude. 20 pass deflections. Who cares? 20 20 pass deflections? That's not... That don't matter to you at all? Dude, I'm tired of this recent DB hype on all these motherfuckers, dude. All right, I'll I'll let Suggs rock. I'm not going to fight that hard for Terrell Suggs. It's way harder to get a sack in this league than it is. Well, no, it's not harder to get a sack in the league, but... We're just making up crazy fucking, like, it's harder to get a strip (laughs) sack. I don't know, man. We're just, we're just... The rules... On Gilmore slander coming from me. Who knows? We got Kenny Easley, 1984. Versus Lawrence Taylor, 1986. Uh, in 1984, Kenny, Mr. Kenny Easley. They were not recording. No, but he had 10 interceptions. <laughs> 10 interceptions, two pick sixes. Versus Lawrence Taylor's 20 and a half sack season. 
Um, and tackle or er, tackles are not. Well, I'm just gonna you know, let me let me just hop over here. Well, forced fumbles are not. I don't think they were recorded. Um, my or well, I clicked on the wrong year. My bad. Let me go to Lawrence Taylor. Uh, Lawrence Taylor finished with twenty and a half sacks. Uh, what? Where is? Okay, so they're just not showing tackles. That's awesome. They just they didn't record them. No, they recorded them. They're right here. Um, I just don't know why they why they're so hard to fucking find. Either way, either way. I'm not gonna lie to you. I know LT is great, but ten picks. Ten picks. Ten picks. Ten picks. You know. Ten picks in 1984. What the fuck are you doing? Get catching ten picks in 1984. Oh, that's Mr. Easley. Welcome to the second round. Um, which. Uh, move on. Uh, we got Brian Erlacher, 2005, versus Mike Singletary, 1985. Go ahead and read off those, um, Brian Erlacher stats. In 85, had three sacks and one pick and three fumble recoveries. And then Erlacher in 05 had 98 tackles, six sacks, and a forced fumble. This is mid-battle, but I'm going to give it to Erlacher. (laughs) This is definitely a battle of mid. Uh, 2005, yeah, 98 tackles, 6 sacks versus... Yeah, I I got... Yeah. It's hard to, again, quantify what a defensive player does, but at the same time, like, he's he's a middle linebacker, but... Luke Keekley, 2013... Mm. versus Bryce Papp, 1995. So in 2013, Luke Keatley had 156 tackles. Is that the most ever? Uh, I'm not too sure. You want to fact check that? Um, two sacks, four interceptions. Uh, and then in 1995, Mr. Bryce had 17.5 sacks, two interceptions, 70 tackles, three forced fumbles. I'm not going to lie to you. I remember a time where I would watch football and every single play where the Carolina Panthers were playing defense, you could not stop Luke Keekley from getting to the person that had the ball. Yeah. Dude, over the middle, run game, pass game. I mean, he was everywhere. Now, I wasn't here in 1995 to watch Mr. Bryce play football, and maybe he had the same type of impact. So because of recency bias and uh, 156 tackles to back up my claim, I'm going to have to go with uh, Luke Keekley. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, by the way, uh, Ray Lewis has the most solo tackles in the season at 156. I want to just put this on everything I love. Every single thing I love, the podcast, my music, you, Devin. Um, if you would have just let me guess, I was going to say 156 tackles. I, just, I, I know nobody out there well, gives a single fuck, but... Well, Luke had 156. I don't think that's solo. Yes. But had 156 solo and did not win Defensive Player of the Year that year. Which is fine. Which I was going to factor in. One of the factors I wanted to play in this is if they deserved it. 
Sure, but, but I guess it's hard to do with some recency stuff. Yeah, I, I, I kind of, I kind of decide to not do that. We're fairly young. We haven't seen that much football. You are right. We have James Harrison, two thousand eight, versus uh, Reggie White, nineteen ninety eight. So in 1998, Reggie White had 16 sacks, 33 tackles, and four forced fumbles. James Harrison had 16 sacks, an interception, seven forced fumbles, 59 tackles. James Harrison. Mr. Debo himself. Um, let's go to the next one. We got Ray Lewis, 2003. J.J. Watt, 2015. J.J. Watt, 2015, 17 and a half sacks. 76 tackles, three forced fumbles. Ray Lewis, 2003, 121 tackles, six interceptions, one returned, four touchdown with two forced fumbles. Uh, Ray Lewis. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm fucking with uh, Ray uh, 121 tackles, six picks. Mm-hmm. Dude, the fact see the fact that we were ever gonna put Stefan Gilmore anywhere when Ray has six picks and Steph had six. Get the fuck out of here. Uh we have Rod Woodson nineteen ninety-three versus Nick Bosa twenty twenty two. I mean we can look, we can look, but I'm not gonna lie, like it's it's Rod Woodson. Because Rod uh Nick Bosa shouldn't even be on this list, but I had to fill it up. Eight picks, ninety-five tackles. Yeah, yeah, Rod. And- Rod's going to move on. Ed Reed, 2004. Derek Brooks, 2002. In 2002, Derek Brooks had 88 tackles, one sack, five interceptions, three return for touchdowns. In 2004, Ed Reed had 64 tackles, nine picks, one return for a touchdown. Three forced fumbles. 358 return yards compared to 218. Well, I mean, nine... Nine compared to five, and he had 64 to 88 tackles. <laughs> I mean, you know my answer. What's Ed? You know, you, you, you know my answer. Ed, Ed, Ed's moving on in my, in my, in my head, at least. Um, and, and, again, it's... I, I hate to factor in the bias of us knowing Ed Reed. Mm-hmm. The idea of Ed Reed playing football was a fucking scary thing just him being on the field just ask i don't know tom brady ask the greatest quarterback of all time ask the top three quarterbacks who played <laughs> against ed reed um we have troy palomalu 2010 aaron donald 2020 um uh, troy 49 tackles seven interceptions one return for a touchdown um aaron donald though what's up and a sack and a sack. Can't forget the sack. And then Aaron Donald in 2020 had 13 and a half sacks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, it's Troy. <laughs> Battle of the mid. It is Troy. Um, okay, JJ TJ Watt, 2021. It versus Reggie White, 1987. So, um, in 1987... Reggie White had 21 sacks and four forced fumbles, 76 tackles. In 2021, I believe T.J. Watt had... I think he had 21 or 22. He was a half-tackle from beating straight. Um, if I can 
fucking find it. Um, don't know. Ah, oh, here we go. 22 and a half sacks. Oh, he tied it. 22 and a half. Yeah, I mean, it, we're really having this conversation. It, it, it's, it's TJ. <laughs> yeah. All right. We are on to the next round, Devin. Um, we got J.J. Watt 2014 now, versus... Okay, now we're saying T.J. Watt and Reggie White. That's an easy one. Dude, it was literally 21 and 22 and a half sacks. It was, it was, but hey, you know, you get... Hey, you, fuck you. You get, you, get, you get what you fucking get. Uh, we have J.J. Watt 2014 versus J.J. Watt 2012. Ah, oh, sick. Um, J.J. We can't lose. So 20 and a half sacks to 20 and a half sacks, 78 tackles to 81 tackles, four forced fumbles to four forced fumbles, one interception, zero interceptions. All right, what are we holding higher, the three extra tackles or the pick? I'd say the, I'd say the, I guess. I I mean, you really could take either one and kind of just roll with it. 20 has five fumble recoveries. It's a slightly better year. So, so 2014. 80-yard pick six. Yeah, 2014. All right. Ray Lewis, 2000. Michael Strahan, 2001. Mmm, Strahan. Uh, it's, Stra- I, it's Strahan. I can't not, dude. It, 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 it is. The, the, the Pointed up, son of a bitch, was blowing everybody up. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Primetime, 1994, versus Charles Woodson, 2009. So Charles Woodson, nine interceptions, three return for touchdowns, 179 total return yards, 65 tackles, and two sacks, four forced fumbles. Yeah, he's beating Dion. Six picks, three pick sixes, 34 tackles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charles is going to move on. We have Terrell Suggs, 2011, versus Kenny Easley, 1984. Ten picks, Devin. It's ten. It, it, it's ten picks. Uh, oh, but I just hope it doesn't go off. Ever. It is annoying. But it is ten picks. It's ten picks. Nineteen, two thousand and five. Brian Urlacher. Oof. Luke Keekley, twenty thirteen. Urlacher versus Keekley. Yeah, Keekley. Yeah. Uh, James Harrison, two thousand eight. Ray Lewis, two thousand three. <sighs> Ray six. Lewis, six interceptions, one return for a touchdown, two forced fumbles, 129 tackles. James Sack. Harrison, 16 sacks, one interception, 59 tackles, 17 forced fumbles. I think it's Ray. 121 tackles. Six picks from a middle linebacker? Six picks. Uh, I'm not gonna fight it. I won't fight it. People might be mad at home, but but it I, I will give it to him. Uh, Rod Woodson, 1993. Ed Reed, 2004. 2004. Ed Reed had nine picks, 358 return yards with a touchdown, 64 tackles, and two sacks. Charles Woodson had. Charles or Rod? Or yeah, Charles or Rod Woodson had. Uh, where the fuck is he at? Where the fuck is where the fuck is right? Am I am I tackles? There we go. Two picks. I know two sacks. Eight picks. One pick six. Two forced fumbles. 
One less pick. One one more forced or one less forced fumble. Yep, and thirty more sack. I have thirty more tackles. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh, way more return yards. Very true. About a hundred more. I mean, two hundred. Or not more. way more. Yeah. Um. I mean, I, I I I like Ed here. I know it's the Raven bias, but. Yeah. I, I like him here. I don't I don't know if a Ravens winning this, but I do like Ravens moving on. I'm not I'm not mad at it. Troy Palomalu, 2010, TJ Watt 2021. In 2000 tackles, one sack, seven picks, one forced fumble against twenty two and a half sacks. Nine picks or no nine picks. Seven picks, seven. one return for a touchdown. 21 and a half less sacks. <laughs> Dude, you know how, you know how, I'm just thinking about how all the fucking old heads, if any old heads listen to this, they're just fucking seething. They're like, oh, you guys are just looking at four fucking stats to figure out what Palomalu did on the fucking field. That guy was crying over there, that son of a bitch. He was a leader. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, there's obviously way more than just the stat sheet to Defensive Player of the Year award. But, but we don't have 30 years to fucking sit around and divulge into every season and figure out who should have won. Could I have sat here and watched film from every season of every every winner, every game? Sure, we could have. But that podcast, like you said, would have been out 30 years from now. So exactly. we're going to go off of this. And so let's get Bayless discuss who's a good tight end and who's not. Because <laughs> Shannon Sharp is not. Yeah, that's the thing. You can listen to this or you can listen to Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless argue about LeBron for the 131st time this year. This year? When they're not going to make the playoffs? (laughs) But yes, Troy versus TJ. Troy versus TJ. Troy versus TJ. I like TJ TJ too. I'm not going to lie. I have no fight for Troy at this point. All right. T J J Watt, twenty fourteen. Michael Strahan, two thousand one. Strahan. Yeah, it's it's Strahan. Um, we have Charles Woodson, two thousand nine. Kenny Easley, two nineteen eighty four. Nine picks, three of them, three of them returned for touchdowns, one hundred and seventy nine yards worth, sixty five tackles, four forced fumbles. Kenny Easley. Uh, 10 interceptions, two return for a touchdown. No sacks. One forced nope. fumble? Is that what that says? Nope. Four things of tackles. Or... Zero forced fumbles. Is this where Kenny easily falls? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. No, he has, what, one less, yeah, pick six, and only, yeah. Okay, and... okay, okay. Charles, no explanation, but Charles Woodson is moving on. Um, yeah, no, I'm not going to lie, I probably never saw a live game from either of them. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen a live game from Charles Woodson. Not that I can remember. Come on. Luke Keekley, 2013. Ray Lewis, 2003. Luke Keekley had four interceptions, 156 tackles. Ray Lewis had 121 tackles, six interceptions. Luke Keekley right. had two sacks. 
Ray returned one of them for a touch, one of his interceptions for a touchdown. Hit two forced fumbles. How many did Luke have? Did he have any? Zero. I like Ray here. Tackles are cool, but Ray could do the same shit, dude. Yeah, this is a tough one. This is a tough one, but but I, Ray I, Ray probably lost a bunch of tackles because he played on one of the best defenses ever. <laughs> Ed Reed, 2004, T.J. Watt, 21. Nine picks, 358 return yards, one for a touchdown, three forced fumbles, two sacks, 64 yards. Versus, let's pull this up. 22 and a half sacks, that's it. I mean, are we letting the two? Are we just gonna let the twenty-two and a half be that superior over everything else Ed Reed did that year? I'm thinking no. Okay. Okay. Well, then we got our final four. Yeah. Michael Strahan, two thousand one. Charles Woodson, two thousand nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ah. Michael Strahan, 22 and a half sacks, 62 tackles, six forced fumbles. Charles. Nine picks, 65 tackles, four forced fumbles, three of his picks returned, four touchdowns. Ooh. I, and now I'm going to base this off what we said two seconds ago. I like Charles here. Nine picks is more impressive than uh, sacks in the 20s. 100%. To me. To me. I'm sorry. It, it's, it's more impressive. It, in, it's just... Last year, or the year that TJ won, whatever year we were looking at, Shaq Barrett had 19 and a half sacks. Like, guys get sacks. Guys get sacks. <laughs> <laughs> That is fucking hilarious. Ray Lewis, 2003. Ed Reed, 2004. Ray Lewis, 03. Ed, 04. It's Ed. It's Ed. It's Ed. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And he had more sacks. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry, Ray. (laughs) That is hilarious. Um, All right. We got our final. We got 2004 Ed Reed versus 2009 Charles Woodson. Fuck you, LT, and fuck you, Aaron Donald, you fat pieces of shit, you cokehead son of a bitch. (laughs) You fucking crack daddy of a fucking dude. Charles Woodson, nine interceptions, three return for touchdowns, 65 tackles, two sacks, four forced fumbles. Ed Reed, nine interceptions, 358 yards, one touchdown, 64 tackles, two sacks, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. Very, yeah, are, very similar. One more tackle, same amount of sacks, same amount of picks. Charles returned three for a touchdown. Ed returned one. You want to just, four. hey, hey, you want to just piss everybody off for the end? Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Dev, wait, wait, wait. Are you ready for this? Are you ready for this? You want to just piss everybody off? Wait, you ready? Hold yeah. on. I think Ed Reed was just more impactful. Dude, you know what? We're going to go against what we 
already said to ourselves, Ray had the impact. Ed Reed just had more impact in the field. Like when, like, like I know the stats, the stats, the stats are so similar. Dude, but when he's yelling on the sideline, he'd be like, yo, do that. Because in 2004, we both watched the entire Baltimore Ravens season, and we saw, we saw the impact Ed Reed had on the field, and I just don't know if it was the same that Charles Woodson had in 2009. And you, and you, and you know what? We're going with the GOAT. What the GOAT say, yo? Who's the scariest motherfucker on the field? It ain't Charles Woodson. It is Edward Reed. 2004, the greatest defensive player of the year season. That That, that is the winner. <laughs> podcast what's up that we are skewed as fuck <laughs> i like it dude i, I don't care but here, here's the thing we don't always skew in the same direction but we skew somewhere we skew somewhere and there's always a skew like these brackets skew hardcore <sighs> quick too and i like it because us just talking like oh you know what let's just run through everybody's stats and figure out who is the best one no, dude, we fucking put them up against each other and we figure out who the fuck the mess was. And it's Edward fucking Reed, number 20. 2004 Defensive Player of the Year, Ed Reed being the winner of this bracket. I think, Devin, with that being said, we talked XFL, we talked the NBA All-Star Weekend, we rebuilt the Browns with, with, as, much as, with, with as much as we could work with. Really what uh, we said was... Uh, figure it out, stupid. Figure it out. Y'all gave a lot of money to your quarterback. And we did a bracket for the best defensive player of the year winner. Yeah. I, I, I think it's time to wrap it up. Um, I guess before I, uh, you know, do my little rollout. Any last words? Uh, wrapping it up is for pussies. There you go. Um, well, if you enjoyed, make sure you stay tuned every Tuesday and Saturday for brand new episodes on it. We'll be back next episode to uh talk some xfl maybe 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 a little a little little pregame maybe a little predictions maybe you know who knows uh uh the nba will be back by that time um we will be rebuilding uh the Bengals, the final rebuild for an afc north team till we go over to the nfc north uh, we are going to do a bracket. Don't know which yet. Don't know if there's going to be 32 plays. I'm interested in the Bengals, uh, but we will We will see. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm looking forward to this Packers bracket for the 32 best plays. Oh, fuck yes, yeah. That's baby. what I've been looking forward to. So next fr- not, so not, so next Tuesday's episode will be okay. Packers. We That would be, I, I'm looking forward to that bracket. We might be able to do one with the Vikings as well. The Chris Carter, the Randy Moss. Vikings, um, Bears, and Lions. I don't know. We might mm. have to figure something different out for that one. But Dude, I, I'll, we can just watch some Barry Sanders highlights and fucking call it a day. Yeah, we'll, we'll calm the, the Lions fans down. But, uh, yes, we'll be back with a brand new episode this Saturday. It has been me. It has been Devin. It has been real. We are out. Herpes ain't that bad.